Look who's back for another episode of the Down Bass Power Hour. That's right. It's you. Congratulations. You've put up with me for the 37th straight week. Plus maybe five or six that I took off. Anyways, this is the Down Bass Power Hour. I'm your host, William Bazone. Back here with a brand new unscripted episode about my crazy life. That is essentially the premise. I'm a former Z-List YouTuber. Yes, I will die on that hill. I will gladly run it. Maybe it's for a bit. Maybe it's not. You guys can decide. I will not say what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's, um, it's fun to be back here. Uh, we got a we got a good episode planned here. A lot of a lot of fun stuff to a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, where do we even start this week? Uh, first of all, why don't we get all the you know kind of nitty gritty. Uh, uh, stuff done, and then we'll get into what's 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 the meat of the episode. Um, me talking to you about absolutely nothing because there isn't really much going on. All of the links to my stuff are down in the show notes, as always. Um, that's my personal Instagram, podcast Instagram, Twitter, and my YouTube channel. If you want to watch anything that I did, and um, if you want to contact me at all. Feel free to shoot me an email, downbasspwrhr at gmail.com. Next week is going to be the Ask Baz episode, hopefully. So make sure you're sending in stuff for me to respond to. So take take five seconds, open it up in a different tab, and just fucking send shit over, and I'll respond. Or just DM me on Instagram, at downbazpod. Cool. Okay, so I don't want uh, viewership to go down uh, any more than it has after the first, like, two minutes. So let's let's get into it a little bit faster. The reason this episode is called Urban Outfitters Boy, you might be wondering, well, this dude doesn't dress in Urban Outfitters clothes, and you'd be right. I don't dress in Urban Outfitters clothes. I, in fact, I probably haven't in... No, well... No, actually, I lied. Yeah, no, that... that okay, okay, well, okay. Let me just start that bit over, because it came out kind of weird. So... This girl that I matched with on Tinder the other day, you know, we're kind of just talking for a second, and, you know, she's like, oh, I like your outfits, and I'm like, thanks, you know, she's like, I'm like, I gotta be drippy all the time, and then, you know, she's like, yeah, and are you an Urban Outfitters boy? And in that moment, I was like, that is one of the most, like, unintentionally offensive things you could say to me, um, because it's like, not that there's nothing wrong with Urban Outfitters, it's just like... You know, it's kind of got that reputation of being like fast fashion, vintage streetwear kind of clothes for people that are just kind of trying to wade their feet into things. Not really for the 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 deeper down the rabbit hole MFs like uh, myself. I like to think that I am though. Um, but now that I think about it, I actually do have only I think I have one thing in my closet from uh, Urban Outfitters, and that is like a polo that I bought or traded with a buddy of mine uh, at at school. Um, and it's, like, nice, and it wouldn't really give you Urban Outfitters vibes. But I do not shop at Urban Outfitters regularly. Um, I just thought that was funny how it's like, oh, yeah, your fits are cool. What do you get them at Urban Outfitters? It's, like, just one of those, like, slight little roasts. But, you know, people people are people just say stuff, and they don't really know. They don't really know what, what, what it is in the whole fashion community. I've been buying some cool stuff, though, fashion-wise. Um, did, like, part of the Essence sale. I bought some stuff from there. I bought a Stussy shirt. I did buy Adidas Sambas. I caved. Yes, I caved and bought them. Um, 
so I will be wearing those most likely. And I bought a shirt from Porter James Sports. They were dope. They replied to me on Instagram. Um, they like sent me like the size chart for something, but that doesn't matter. And then I just have one more thing that I'm buying, and then the rest of the summer, get that fucking bag. Let's go. Okay. So where do I begin? We're gonna start with game shows. Game shows, guys. Um, you know, after work every day, you know, I come home. It's like three o'clock. And you know me, it takes me an hour to like shower and just like check my phone for like 15, 20, 30 minutes because, you know, I've been on the floor all day. I haven't had a chance to like check my notifications or check Twitter or, you know, Instagram and email and yes, email. Um, yeah, like I haven't had a chance to check my notifications. So, you know, that's done. That takes about an hour. And then like I might play video games or I might just watch YouTube or something. And then it's like six o'clock. And, you know, my dad's up here with me and you know, mostly every night, like, I mean, what is there to watch? So we watch, like, the news. Usually we're watching, like, Lester Holt. I think NBC News is okay. Um, they do a decent job. But afterwards, it's what makes it so much more fun. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. I have probably not watched an episode of Jeopardy in eight or nine years. I used to, like, watch Jeopardy. You know, I used to watch it when I was younger. Like, I would be like, oh, I love this show, you know, when I was going through, like, my trivia phase of, of my youth. Um, so I'd watch Jeopardy. So I haven't watched Jeopardy since Alex Trebek died. And let me tell you, Maya Bialik is just not a good host. She says the same eight lines. She has no personality whatsoever. It feels like a robot. I mean, yes, is it hard to, you know, live up to whatever Trebek did? Yes, but at least, like, have some personality instead of, like, recycling the same lines. Like, literally every time somebody fails the Daily Double, she's like, it's all right, it's early in the game, you can come back. Just, like, not like, oh, you know, that's all right. Or, you know, what is, you know, now we'll switch it over to you. Or just something else other than the same fucking thing every time. I mean, it's kind of annoying. I just don't think she's a very good host. But Wheel of Fortune, you know, I, I get the strategy of, like, uh, you know, spinning the wheel and, you know, getting as many letters as you can before you solve. But it's like, I'm sitting at home, like, screaming the word out to these people. This is what it is. And they still don't solve it. I'm just, it's just, I think it's funny. We, how, like, Wheel of Fortune is pretty easy for the most part. Like, I, I think it's the e one of the easier game shows to go on. Jeopardy's actually hard. There's some, some decent trivia in there that's hidden, so. But, I mean, Wheel of Fortune, you could literally be like, you know, like, I feel like Jeopardy's in, like, a whole other league of game shows compared to, like, you know, Wheel of Fortune or, like, maybe The Price is Right is, like, a little bit harder, but still, it's, like, you're just guessing how much stuff costs. That's not, like, hard. You could have, like, done a shit ton of research before that or, like, worked in retail or whatever, and you'd be okay at The Price is Right. You know, but I don't, I don't really watch a lot of game shows, though, but those are, like, the only two that I'll watch now. And it's just interesting to kind of compare the differences between the two and how much easier one is than the other. And they also pull, like, the same, like, from the same state, Wheel of Fortune does. The same, like, you know, they're, like, from Irvine, California, or from California. And, you know, it's not like they're, they're from around the country, like, in Jeopardy. So I just think that's one other thing that I noticed. Also, fuck Pat Sajak, dude. You know, if you look up Pat Sajak, apparently he's, like, office rocker. He's really old, and he's retiring, whatever. Dude is, like, a big supporter of, of the Young Americans Foundation. I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Like, I did not realize that about Pat Sajak, but, you know, you look at his Twitter or something. What was it, man? I got to find that article real quick. Pat Sajak behavior wheel. We 
can't spell. And I also have my non-dominant hand here. Oh, fortune. Yeah, so, like, dude's been just acting, like, off his rocker. So, Pat Sajak's bizarre wheel of fortune behavior explained. So, dude basically, like, so, yeah, he just has really bad behavior. Makes fun of a speech impediment, you know, um, asked, um, you know, a contestant to take his shirt off, you know. Off camera, Sajak's behavior can also be edgy. This is from the New York Post. Like his Wheel of Fortune predecessor Chuck Woolery, he's known for publicly expressing his conservative views on a variety of topics such as COVID vaccines and climate change. <laughs> this is what gets me here. He once tweeted, Global warming alarmists are unpatriotic racists knowingly misleading for their own ends. Like, that's bad, man. Like, they're... How is climate change connected to racism? Like, okay. Let me pause it. In the way that Pat Sajak would think that it's racist. Let me let me just start there. <laughs> like, the dude is a rich white dude, and he's getting paid fucking a shit ton of money to do Wheel of Fortune. All he has to do is just, like, guess, a, you know, just facilitate. He doesn't do much. Like, it's got to be the easiest job in the world. So, game shows are interesting, and I should probably watch more of them, but maybe not. Um, last Thursday, I went out to play golf for the first time, speaking of games and life and whatever, and, uh, yeah, golf is, uh, is something. You know, I didn't really get into golf. You know, my, my, my dad played golf, you know, my, my brother played golf, you know, when they were, you know, when he was younger, and for some reason I just never got into golf, but it's like, when you're up here in the middle of, like, rural New York, and there is really, really not that much else to do, and if we want to go to Buffalo or Erie... It's like 45 minutes to an hour round trip. No, both ways. What am I saying? Not one way or the other. It's, it's 45 minutes both ways. So, yeah, it's a lot of driving. But, hey, golf course is 10 minutes down the road, $20, $20 for nine holes or $25 for nine holes. Why the fuck not? So, the last summer I worked here, I um, I did start to pick up golf because I'm like, why not? And I was not very good, but I got better. One of my old coworkers was like a... a junior college golfer, so we, like, played together, and, you know, you, you pick up some stuff from that, but Thursday was, like, the first time I'd played golf in about a year, and I didn't shoot that bad. I shot a 58 on nine holes. Not not as bad as it could have been. I could have done a little better, um, but hey, considering I hadn't played golf in a year, I'll take it. I will gladly take it, and golf is fun. You know, it's just fun to go out with your friends and Hit the links and, you know, maybe have a couple beers. I didn't have any beers that night. But, you know, it's just it's a good time. I think golf is a it's an interesting game because it's also very mental, right? It's like, you know, like for the first four or five holes, like I was in a zone, you know, like I'm like, I'm feeling really good. You know, this is going to be a good hole for me. And then like there's the, the, the hardest hole. I, w I wouldn't say the hardest hole, but the one that's the most difficult for me is like a water hole. It's hole five on the course that I play on. It's 130 yards over water. And when it comes to, like, water, I am, like, deathly, deathly, like, I hate water. Like, hitting over water is, like, the scariest thing because every time I get it in my head, and that's what I'm saying, it's very much a mental game, right? It's like, oh, my God, there's water here. I'm going to hit it in the water. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, you try to hit it too hard or you don't get enough on it, you know, and you just... But so my new kind of strategy, and it's funny is whenever there's a water hole, I'll just close my eyes when I hit the ball. Is that a good strategy? Maybe not, but it works for me. Um, so, my dad's playing with me, 
and you know, I like line up, I get in my backswing, I shut my eyes and just power that shit through the ball. I don't even look. I'm just like, this is going to be a good shot. I just manifest it. And my dad's like, that looked like it was about to hit the water, but it landed, and it landed like 10 feet from the green. And I was like, holy shit, like there's no way it should have been that, that kind of shot. But it was. It was like a rising fastball, basically. It just went up over the lake. So, yeah, golf is fun, but it's a very mental game. The back couple holes I like kind of struggled on. I like hit a shitty drive once and, you know, just made some mistakes. And I, you know, lost some strokes there. So, or gained some strokes, I guess. Um, so, yeah, golf is a fun game. It, it takes, and considering I've only been playing really for like two years, I'm getting better every time I go out. So, um, maybe when I'm old and retired and... 2060 something you know maybe i'll maybe i'll play some more more golf but small town america why don't we why don't we keep on that trend you know it's so funny when you live in a small town you know and there's like nothing to do here right it's like other than like drink and go out into the field and do whatever shit people do um so my dad and i went out for lunch before we went to go play golf um and you know we're, we're going to this like local establishment there's a pier and there's like a bar Right. Um, and I don't and I don't think I've ever seen this at like a real professional establishment, maybe at a college bar. Sure. You you could see like the bartenders, you know, doing this that or whatever, but not at like a real, real like bar, you know. Um, so basically, it was a, the bartender was nice. Good guy. But, you know, dude is taking shots with the entire staff at like one thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, bro, it is way too early for this. Best line of the night, you know, had to be. This guy with like a you know a polo shirt comes into um, the restaurant. You know they're talking for a second, and like out of the corner of my ear, I hear, "So when's your buddy's court date again?" And I just was like, "Wow, like that's what people are talking about at this bar." And you know he's from he lives around here, and then his sister's in like Maui, Hawaii. I'm like, "Damn, like the the juxtaposition there." And look, I'm not judging, like. There's a lot of different factors, but I just think small town America is very funny. Like, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on, and uh, it's really cool to to all be a part of it. The games people play, I'll tell you. Like Jackbox games. Ugh, these segues are just getting so much better every week, but I'm making them pretty forced. Um, Jackbox games are really fucking fun. I don't think I have to say that... Um, to anyone out there, unless you haven't heard of Jackbox games, but if you haven't, I'll give it like the quick kind of rundown. It's like internet party games. So like you have to download the software for like, you know, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, PC, iPad, whatever. Whatever you whatever system you have it on. And you know, there's just this like fun little party games. Like, you know, there's this game called Quiplash, which is really popular. You know, you like a fill-in-the-blank kind of prompt and you know the you just come up with funny edgy stuff there's like tko which is like you just draw really funny stuff and come up with funny captions for the t-shirts or there's this like espionage game where you have to guess like how many percentage points of you know the population do this that or whatever so it's stuff like that or like the rap battle game like they're all really fun little mini games and party games and that i i love playing them whenever i get the chance so my family and i played it all together on Saturday night, and I just wanted to shout them out, because they are really fucking fun games, and even my friends, like, my friends, like, all have them on, like, Steam, so, like, you know, we all are in different parts of the country, not really, they all go to Ohio State, and I'm, like, in Chicago, so I'm, like, the only one that doesn't see everybody else all the time, so 
We play games on Discord. We play Jackbox, and it's really fun. So if you haven't played Jackbox before, um, go go pick that up and, and do that because it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, and I think the, the, the key to the game is just you try to be, at least with my friends, I try to just be, like, all-out funny. Like, right, you know, with your family, you kind of have to be witty and, you know, understand not everybody has the same sense of humor. But usually it's usually the crude stuff and the edgy stuff that lands. And, um, yeah, it's it's fun stuff. It's very fun. Um, last thing I kind of want to touch on here for this episode. It's going to be a little short. I don't have, like, a ton to talk about this week. Getting called buddy. Like, everybody at Home Depot calls me buddy. Like, there are very few people that do not. Um, it's like, oh, hey, buddy, or see you, buddy, or, you know, customers call me buddy, my coworkers call me buddy. And, like, look, you're, you're probably thinking, like, Baz, why are you making such a big deal about it? I I kind of have a theory about that that word, buddy. I feel like it's coming from a place of, like, it's not coming from a place of, like, endearment, you know, like, it is, but it, it's also saying, like, hey, you know, like, I'm kind of, like, your boss here. Like, one dude that I worked with two years ago at the service desk, and he's now, like, a department supervisor, he just calls me buddy all the time. Like, really? Like, you're only a few years older than me, man. Like, don't... Like, and look, I'm probably getting worked up about it and, you know, making a big deal out of nothing, but I just think it's funny how, you know, it's... People just... Like, I don't think people think about calling people buddy. Like, I'm an adult... Like, I think there's got to be, like, a hard cutoff for when you can call people buddy. That's not, like, your dad or your grandpa or any father figure, male figure in your family. That's, like, the only people I can think of that are should be allowed to call you buddy. Ever. Right? Like, your boss or whatever, like, I think that's just, I think it's a little silly, personally. So, I think 18 should be the cutoff. I think once you're an adult, people can stop calling you buddy. Do I look a little young? Yes. And people have, a couple people that I've worked with have asked me, have been like, oh, how old are you? And I'm like, you gotta guess. And they're like, 19. One of the head cashiers was like, 19. First guess. And I was like, damn, you really think I look that young? Um, It's just funny. But, you know, I just think people treat me like a kid and I don't like that. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a weird little thing I have, but Yeah. No, just don't call people buddy, man. Like, just, it it isn't, I, like, you think it's coming from a good place, and it is. I get it. But just, it feels like you're talking down to me, and you're coming from, like, a place of, like, well, I'm better than you, so I'm going to call you buddy. Like, I'll call my friends buddy. Like, good to see you, buddy. Or, how, you know, like, it's coming kind of partially joking, partially, like, it's good to see you, man. But not, like, hey, dude, or hey, man, or hey, boss. It's just, like, thanks, buddy. Like, I, I'm a real, I'm an adult. Like I don't, I don't think it's it's your place to really be calling me, uh, buddy, uh, buddy. Yeah, so, uh, th- think about it. Yeah, so being called buddy, I I kind of take it a little personally, and I don't know why. Um, but Home Depot, Home Depot's been good. I'll kind of finish it with that. Uh, last week I worked forty three hours, so, um, by the time this episode is out, I will have a really nice bank account. Uh, balance uh, edition. So yeah, that's all great. This week it's a little more chill. Next week's a little chill. The week after that's like 40 hours and the week after that I'm working in a lot a couple times. But yeah, deliveries, it's kind of chaotic and still learning, still making the best of things. But hey, the job is pretty good in in general. So I'm really happy I'm back there and um, yeah, just 
it's all it's, everything's all good. Um, but for next week, uh, I just want to say it again. If you've made it this far, thank you. If you're new here, I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you're a returning listener, thanks again for checking this one out and staying up to date, which I know some people aren't. Um, but yeah, just uh, if anything comes up for Ask Baz, which I think is going to be the theme of next week's episode, email it to me, uh, downbazpwrhr at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at downbazpod. Um, and I'm sure I'll post it on all my other social medias just in case people don't follow me because not a lot of people do and they listen to this show. Yep. So that's pretty much all I got, guys. Um, thanks for checking it out and we'll be back here next Friday with a brand new fun episode of the Down Baz Power Hour. And I'm going to power this one off right now. Bye-bye.